It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Boy, if you could see the studio right now, if you could smell the studio too, these dried flowers that Julie and Tracy have brought in and dried herbs, like they have still an aroma, a fragrance to them. The wreath that you had, Julie, has basil. Oh, and it smells really good. It smells so good. It's cinnamon basil, so. My I mean, goodness. it smells amazing fresh, and it smells amazing dried. And I think as we were growing up, too, you can remember our moms, and people still do this, got the cinnamon uh, broom, uh-huh. you know, from yep. the grocery store. I and have such a memory of that. <laughs> oh, that's great. My husband still gets those every year from Trader Joe's. He loves them. See? And where do you put them? Like, do you all hang them in the kitchen or hang them out, like, on the front door or just... He wherever. tries to put it by our front door, and then it gets yeah. a little strong, so then I kind of have to hide it from him a little. <laughs> yes, as it starts to fade. So I'm in the studio with them, and I'm holding my cell phone up like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Because I just posted a video that the girls and I did uh, in the news break there. Just two, two and a half minutes. you got to check it out when it finally posts. It says it's finishing up. Um, just A video of the beautiful dried flowers they have brought, the wreath, uh, the flower crown for shadow, that she she had a little injury this week and she's recovering and so that's going to be her little get well flowers. Thank you, Julie. I'm sure she'd rather have a treat, but you know. Well, she gets plenty of those. <laughs> she's spoiled. Like so, our code for her going to the bathroom is we just say go outside. Yeah. Go outside means you need to potty. So, but she literally has learned when I just step outside, mm-hmm. stare at mom and dad, and step right back in. Yeah. Then she goes to the treat jar and she's like, well. I did go outside. And I'm like, you know what I mean. You actually need yes. to go do your business. They are so smart. And then just, and, and like, she'll bark back at John and just, you know, he'll talk back to her. What? What? And then she'll go over to that treat jar and just be like, so? Yep. That's, and, yeah. and she always wins. Absolutely. Always wins. <laughs> so, yeah, 130-pound Great Dane. I, I don't argue with her. So, 404-872-0750. And Tracy, being the Dahlia girl, has so many great pictures of dahlias and so tracy i'm going to share these two in just a moment when i can type and talk at the same time it's amazing you sent the pictures to me and shared the difference between what's dried in silica Mm -hmm. versus what's air dried there really is a difference in the texture and the color retention too yes huge difference they're both beautiful for different things yeah so yep no no matter the use whether it's corsages or arrangements or like julie said if you've Got some extra things you can put it as gift wrap. Absolutely. I mean, my goodness, all like kinds of adorn ideas. Adorn the top of your gift with yeah, dried yeah. flowers. I'm yeah. thinking of things for the holidays. I mean, oh, you've yes. got my, There's so my much. brain is you racing. You can use right them now. in clear. I did this last year. Ornaments. Get the clear bulbs from Michaels, and you know, put some dried flowers in there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Teacher gifts. Super beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we were discussing, I made, I pressed some small flowers and made earrings out of them. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Y- the, the things you could do with, There's like, so we talked about Gumfrina and stuff. If you, Tracy's on a business yes. idea there. When you have time in between your full job working at the hospital right. <laughs> to, like, be creating jewelry. But there's a market for that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Yes. Um, so talking about dried flowers with Julie Garrity and Tracy Gables. And you can find them on Instagram. Julie has Hello Daisy Flower Farm. And Tracy is Retreat Lane Flowers. Um, but and so let's talk about, oh, yeah, the video finally posted. Yay. So I want you to listen to the radio show. But when we go to commercial or when the show's over at nine, hit up the Facebook page and watch this video that we made in studio. But before we can get dried flowers, we actually have the real plant as it's alive in yes. all its glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the time of year. Everyone always checks out the UGA Extension website mm-hmm. because it has such good information on bulbs. 
And so this is the time of year we start thinking about digging in the dirt and putting in those spring flowering bulbs. Yes, you can plant them in the spring, but you're going to get a late flush of daffodils. You're going to get a much later bloom, or some may not. Exactly. If you plant them in the spring, you're not going to get those spring flowers, but don't worry, the next year it will. But uh, what kind of things are you guys looking at catalogs or nurseries or whatever, bulb-wise, that you're really going to want those flowers for spring and are summer? Are you ready, Tracy? All together. Tulips. <laughs> Yo, so popular. Oh, there's yes. so many different varieties. There's parrots, there's fringe, there's, you know, late blooming, early blooming. Uh, yeah, we can't get enough tulips. So mm-hmm. is that, that's one that you plant now? Absolutely. Because it's spring yes. flowering. Well, coming up. Soon. Yeah. Soon, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, once yeah. the ground temperature gets a little bit cooler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tulips, then go ahead. Yes. See, because all I can think list. is... Yeah, I was going to say... Well, do, because, yeah. I mean, my simple brain just thinks what I have in my yard, and it was there before I moved in, mm-hmm. daffodils and irises. Not that those are boring, not that there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with them, but that's really all I think. So share with right. me some of your list. Open up my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, well, tulips like we talked about, allium. Those, those are, are so cool. Those almost are so like fun. a little ball, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and some of them are huge. They almost look like a giant lollipop. Wow. They're all different sizes. They're so pretty. Purples. Most are purples. There's some whites. Okay. Do they just have pink. a really tall stem? Mm-hmm. Most of them, yes. Okay. Yes, they do. Those are very fun. Um, daffodils, we talked about that. Um, ranunculus and anemones, which those are corms, but mm-hmm. now would be a good time in our, if, as long as you're in one of these lower zones. Mm-hmm. If you're up in the mountains, they might not do well during the winter. They're quite funny looking oh ranunculus yes. are just if you've Little never octopuses. seen a ranunculus yeah you've got to google that that's so fun yeah it's amazing yes. that's such a beautiful the corms sort of look of like that. little spiders they do <laughs> which i'm not a fan of no <laughs> and then are there more or those are kind of the main ones those are the main ones that i'm mm-hmm. doing i mean you can do hyacinth and there's yes. so many more okay but yeah the one thing back to tulips if people are planting them for, um, you know, cut flowers, you can still intersperse them in the landscape, but you can plant so many tulips, um, like in an egg crate of uh, style, mm-hmm. like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And you can have, you know, three, four times the flowers yeah. to cut. Get them really close. Mm-hmm. Not touching, but almost touching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just sac- side by side. Mm-hmm. Rows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can show you what I mean. We can give you a picture to post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the off season ish kind of, I mean, if you're if you're installing some of the spring flowering bulbs now, uh, you know, I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of soil disruption in y'all's in your in your home gardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's the best time to really get in there and kind of revamp the dirt and you know you have right some downtime now. <laughs> it is okay. Yeah. As you're taking down things, I mean, there's not a lot that's still blooming. Um, I mean, there's a handful, but most people are getting ready to put the gardens to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, clean out the weeds, put the, uh, the what is it, the uh, compost yes. in there. Right. And, you know, just mm-hmm. get your soil really healthy before you put it to bed. You also want to cover your soil if you're going to plant in it. You don't want to leave it open. Bare exposed soil equals weeds. Mm. Yeah, so, the weed seeds travel. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, those those leaves that are about to fall, as they dry up, cover them with the leaves. They will decompose. They keep you know, the weed seeds out for the most part, and it just, it, it makes your soil The leaves gold. are free mulch. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't even need to dig them in. Like you said, it's actually no. beneficial to keep them Absolutely. above ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cover the soil. I, I stalk my neighbor's, you know, lawn bags. And I'm yeah. like, you, you don't, do you mind if I just take these? Thanks. It really is. hauling dried leaves down It's the, the best free mm-hmm. resource. Absolutely. And, you know, not to mention, too, there's, there's this discussion, you know, internationally too with horticulturists and people in the business about leaving the leaves behind you know it's the constant drone of blowers Mm -hmm. this time of year yeah 
but not only for the benefits of the soil and the impact in, in it becoming mulch and, and really improving the health of the soil, but all the beneficial insects, too, that mm-hmm. can overwinter mm-hmm. in those leaves yeah. left on the lawn and left on the ground, just yeah. letting them be, you Absolutely. know. And, I mean, rake them out of the way of the grass, of course, because the grass right. is going to need that sunlight and that water. But instead of bagging them up and taking them somewhere yeah. else, find another use for them. Put mm-hmm. them in the compost pile or put them around a bed, a tree. We are big proponents of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so um, when we talk about spring flowering bulbs, how do you guys know, and this may be too simple of a question, but how do you know how deeply in spacing, like you mentioned the tulips, that's actually closer than I would have thought you could plant them. Mm-hmm. But in y'all's experience, have you always just followed the package instructions on how deeply and how far spaced apart to do them? Or do you kind of experiment a little bit because maybe cluster gardening is beneficial for some of these things? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Tracy. It just depends for our needs with the tulips um, and other bulbs. If we're growing them for cut flowers, then we're going to want to pack as many as we can mm-hmm. within a space. And sometimes we will dig a tiny bit deeper than than the package may say based on our research and talking with other flower farmers because that will help create a longer stem for us. Oh. Mm-hmm. But for the general gardener's purpose, I would say follow the package directions mm-hmm. for the okay. spacing and the depth. But if you want to maximize your, your yield, oftentimes you can plant them a lot closer than the package says. Mm-hmm. And then when are you guys expecting to really have things amp up in the spring? Like, are you waiting till April or do things start coming up for you in March? It just depends. I think we get March. March. I think we almost hit Valentine's Day last year. Yeah, wow. That was close. Mm-hmm. Well, the winters here are so consistent. That was not accurate. <laughs> they are not. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's different every year. But, yeah, we had a, kind of a warm winter last year. Yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. mild. And I don't know if we're on track for that yeah. same thing this year, but that yeah. certainly helps. Yes. And another thing we're going to be doing this year with some of the tulips is you can actually start them early. You can oh, force them, yes. sort of like people do at Christmas time with paper whites and um, amaryllis. So we'll start them indoors a little faster oh. in crates and then bring them outside. So hopefully we'll be able to have tulips for Valentine's and Day. An abundant yeah. display. That's such Thousands a of tulips. popular one. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Valentine's Day, don't just think roses. Tulips no, are right. fantastic so, for yeah, that, too. Yes. And some right. of these double varieties, they almost look like a rose or a peony. They're, yes. they're just gorgeous. It's true. Right. Yeah. Not your not your standard tulip anymore. Yeah. That's for sure. 404-872-0750 in studio with Julie Garrity and Tracy Gables talking about dried flowers and bulbs and all kinds of things, preparing cut flower gardens. And I certainly want to talk to you guys about some new ventures you may be getting into. So all of that when we return and check out the Facebook page for the video of some of the show and tell the ladies brought in the studio today. You're listening to WSB. The update on the weekend weather so you can plan accordingly brought to you by Finley Roofing. Mostly sunny skies today and tomorrow. Highs hovering around the low to mid 70s. It's going to be so pleasant, but cool, breezy and dry. Still no rain in the immediate forecast. Lows around 50. Stay tuned. The complete forecast coming up in less than 10 minutes here. 404-872-0750. And since it's such a beautiful weekend, I want you to have a lot of things to do with the family. You've got a lot of options. Uh, I try to keep garden events and opportunities posted on my website for you so you can just pick and choose from the calendar what you want to do. So go to wsbradio.com slash green and growing 
and scroll all the way down there and go to events. And I'm telling you, some fun stuff today. Youth Day celebration in Roswell, Stonecrest Fest, uh, a honey show down in Perry, Georgia. And, of course, all the orchards and pumpkin farms and corn mazes and things in North Georgia as well. 404-872-0750. If you haven't already, you need to follow Julie and Tracy on Instagram for all of the fun flowers we're talking about right now. Hello, Daisy Flower Farm. And Tracy is Retreat Lane Flowers. And um, one of the things, you know, you guys in the video we just did together, y'all showed me a sunflower head that was dried. And you said something about it that it that's a type that doesn't have seed. That's right. It's been bred specifically to not have seeds. Because you know how some sunflowers will drop pollen and seeds all over your table. And yeah. these are the pro-cut varieties, and they will not do that. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So um, I think of whether you say zinnias or zinnias, whatever, Pulling the seeds out of those and keeping those seeds is pretty fun. Yeah. Is there anything else right now in the garden that we should just go along and be plucking seeds from, or is it a little too Anything late? you want to keep, as long as it's, you know, dried out enough. Because mm-hmm. if it's too green, it's not going to, mm-hmm. it needs to dry out and, you know, cure, Yeah. basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, I Feverfew is one that I just love. It, it self-seeds pretty readily anyway, but I was pulling that out of my garden the other day and you just, you know, you kind of pinch it and crumble it. So you want to do your research to see what the seed looks like yeah. on your particular <laughs> yeah, flower. You're not throwing away the wrong thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? You thought you... <laughs> and you just, and you ended up what saving happened? the dried petals. Yeah. You're like, well, these didn't exactly. do much good. I, I heard an interesting fact the other day about zinnia seeds. I was reading somewhere. Um, they look like little arrows, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And if you see some that are um, a little bit darker in color and skinnier, you would think, oh, that's probably not a great seed. But those are usually the ones that produce the double flowering zinnias. Wow. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is they are tighter packed in the bloom. So that's why they're skinnier. And that's why they believe that they're the ones that produce the doubles wow. rather than the singles. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, let me ask y'all. We have about a minute left. Yeah. Um, how you store seed. Yeah. Let's let's say how Go best ahead, to do it. Um, the easiest way if you're just starting out is I put them in a, in an envelope and mm-hmm. I just label it the variety. Um, I've purchased little blank seed packets from just like on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so I can label them and you know pr- draw a pretty design if I want to. But <laughs> <laughs> Now, when you say you just put them in an envelope, what mm-hmm. went into it before that, though? Did you dry them on the counter? Did you dry them on a paper nope. towel? Were they already dried outside when you brought them in? Mm-hmm. They're mostly dried outside. Okay. If, it, if right now it's been so dry, it's perfect for that. Last year, it was a little rainier this time of year. Right. So I would cut them after the flower had mostly dried on the yeah. plant. I would mm-hmm. cut them and bring them inside. And I just set them in... Um, in, in an empty vase, not with water, mm-hmm. for a week or two to let them completely dry. Yeah. And then I would kind of crumble them up and put them in an envelope. And put them in the refrigerator or the freezer and they'll last longer. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. A jar or a Ziploc bag. Either or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yep. some, some kind mm-hmm. of protection. Yep. Good advice for keeping seed. 404-872-0750. More with Julie Garrity and Tracy Gables when we return. But coming up next, Charles Lamkin from Pike Nursery. We're going to be talking about so much, the benefits of trees, which ones you can maybe choose from right now. And, of course, there's a class at Pike Nursery today that will fill you in on all that when we come back to Green and Growing on WSB. Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. 
Welcome back to Green and Growing. It is that time of the show where our friends from Pike Nursery join us to share what's in the nurseries, what's in the greenhouses right now. 12-month gardening, always something to be doing for sure. So happy to have him back on the show. It's Charles Lampkin, who's the manager of the Holcomb Bridge location. Hello, friend. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Ashley. How are you doing? Very good. So how's everything settling in at Holcomb Bridge? Having fun? I am having a blast, and we're ready for a very, very good weekend with nice weather, cool weather, and hopefully very busy. It is. Oh, people are going to be flocking to the nursery. I would say like you wouldn't believe, but you would believe it because you've been there. You've seen it. (laughs) So today, Brittany put together a great topic for us to talk about, Charles. Uh, Because it is the perfect time to plant trees, the cooler weather makes it easier on you, but so much easier on the root systems to establish on these new trees. I had a call in the first hour from a lady who just planted a Japanese maple, you know, and she was worried about protecting it from the winter But a lot of times you don't need to worry about that because the leaves aren't so much going to be affected by frost or anything. The roots are really enjoying that cooler soil. So this is the time to plant. Um, Some tips on planting trees, though, Charles, like tell us about how deeply to plant, how we need to dig the hole. I mean, just some basics for someone who's, you know, usually been intimidated by the thought. Right. I, I always I always say you can't dig the hole wide enough. Um, Try. The, the trees are going to come in a container. Sometimes they might be ball and burlap, but mostly are going to find container trees. Try to dig the hole two to three times as wide as the actual container. Um, and then I, I do recommend mixing up a, a good soil conditioner or tree and shrub mix with your native soils at a 50-50 rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're, when you're packing the soil back in, a starter fertilizer is very beneficial to, to kickstart those roots and always, always plant your trees at least an inch. Um, sometimes it might be even more exaggerated at two inches above your soil level. Cause while you've dug that hole wide and you've conditioned that soil after you start watering and after that plant settles in, it's going to, it's going to drop some. And you, you, that's very, very important when planting trees. That really is. Cause I get uh, photos from a lot of listeners, Charles, and I'm sure you have people come in the nursery too, that the tree health is just starting to really not look great, whether the tree is at four or five, six feet high. Um, and you can tell immediately when you look at the base of that root flare and the, the bottom of the trunk, that it's just too sunken into the ground. So always keeping it above soil level raised to where you can still see the root flare. You want to see that. You don't want to just see the trunk as a stick coming out of the soil. Then that means it's going to have been planted a little too deeply. So, um, and mulching, of course, we can come to Pike Nursery and get the mulch that we need to put around a new tree as well. Oh yeah, definitely. You just want to make sure you're not mulching too heavy. You want to keep the mulch off, you know, around the trunk area and kind of build that moat around um, the the end of your hole. So when you are watering, all the water's kind of pointed back down towards those roots. Okay. And why are we focusing on trees, Charles? What are some of the benefits of trees and really taking advantage of the fact that now's the time to plant them? With trees being, you know, a major footprint in your yard, I think it's just an easy way to to start. It's almost like building a house. You start with your footings, you start with your foundations. So start with your larger material first. So it's an easy way to really bring some some color, um, some size, and and really beautify your landscape in that way. Um, obviously, a, a well manicured lawn and, and, and trees and shrubs are, can definitely increase pop, property value for you too. Um, 
I can't I can't think of the other. There's a, a, a lot of num- uh, number of uh, positive reasons to plant trees uh, for for sound protection from a busy road for um, for blocking off a view that's unsightly to your home. Um, and we got to think all about all of our nature friends who who love the benefits from the trees, whether they're flowering or fruiting or bearing, you know, your your home and habitat for for your birds, for your squirrels, for your insects and all of your pollinators um, during the spring. That's an excellent, excellent uh, benefit and number of benefits from your trees. Yeah, a place for them to nest, a place for them to feel safe, for sure. Um, and you mentioned, it's funny, to block unsightly views and maybe reduce noise even. I have a coworker who I just went by her house a couple of days ago, and she's got a fence, and then it faces a very busy road here in northwest Atlanta. And she's like, you know, I, I'm not so much worried about the sound, but I'm sure it'll help. But yeah, just that unsightly view of that busy road. So I'm going to come up with some ideas of the proper height, trees that'll fill in. So privacy screening is just such a big thing too. But you've got to remember if you're planting multiples of something, whether it's an arborvitae or maybe a few camellia trees or something like that, spacing is so important because right now you want to plant them close together because they're not really filled in. They're not wide yet. But you've got to keep in mind in the next five to seven, eight, ten years, how much larger that that tree is going to get. Right, Charles? Because once we have them too close and too compact, that brings on diseases and all kinds of other problems. And even even in your yard, too. I mean, you got to think about planting, planting a only, you know, 12 foot maple tree, yeah. just your regular acerobrum. That tree is going to get 30, 40 feet tall. You want to Make sure you're not planting in the way of power lines, or you want to make sure it's not getting cl- too close to your gutters or, or to your house. Um, so really, really talk to your to your nursery people and really expect those trees to, to get large, and that's why, what you're buying them for. But um, just, just make sure you have an area large enough to support uh, those trees. And so down the line, you're not having to do any, any manicuring on the trees or cutting on the trees or or having any other issues that they they can cause. Yeah, and then don't call the show in a few years from now and be like, Ashley, I've got this, you know, 20-foot-tall maple tree, and I really need it to be about seven feet high. You know, what do I do? And I'm going to say, well, you're you're not letting it be what it wanted to be. So you've got to, like you said, talk to the folks at the nursery. Do some homework as you're thinking about what trees you want to plant in your landscape. You're talking to your family. Trees are a great addition. But once you think you've narrowed it down to a few, drive around. Try to see them out in their habitat. Try to see them in nature and really see the shapes and the sizes that they, uh, that they are coming to. So some of the popular trees, Charles, in the nurseries now, what are folks just grabbing up that are so colorful? for this time of year yeah and we're, and we're going to help you bring in bring in pictures of your area yeah. uh, bring in some measurements and, and we're going to recommend those those trees for you and, and the correct trees so if you're looking for smaller ornamental trees uh japanese maples are always always a hit and bear in mind there are varieties that can get you know 20 feet tall but there's a lot of other varieties that stay under 15 even 10 feet um your Vitex, which just got out of bloom, mm-hmm. which is just like a butterfly bush on steroids. That's another <laughs> great ornamental tree um, staying in and around 15 feet tall. Um, and when we're talking about 15-foot trees, those are those are considered ornamentals, and those might be even large for your area, too. Um, we got an abundance of fruit trees. If, uh, if you're looking into into starting something uh, for harvest, you know, those make an, an excellent option that they're beautiful when they bloom. Um, and they're, and they're on the smaller size too. Now, if we're looking for some larger trees, um, 
your your regular maples, your sugar maples, your trident maples, your red maples. We have a, a wonderful selection of those, and, and the fall color on those is absolutely just fabulous. Um, some other favorites of mine, uh, ginkgos. I don't think you can think of a, a prettier fall show than a ginkgo right. tree. And they're slow growing, uh, but when they do become of a mature size, they're beautiful. Um, bald cypresses to me are one of my favorite fall shows too. Uh, um, they might, people might think when they're losing the needles of brown, but it's actually just a beautiful bronze hue. And when they cover the ground, it's just a, a really pretty show, but another really, really, uh, large size tree. And then your popular trees in the South, your red buds, dogwoods, magnolias. Um, we have an excellent selection of, of your regular Easterns and your natives. Um, and we have also a good selection of your hybrids and, and some of your um, Chinese and Kusa dogwoods, too. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned some evergreens, some conifers. Um, we are coming up on a tour with Tom Cox of uh, his Cox Arboretum up in the Cherokee County area. And he has conifers from all over the world. And they really do put off a good fall show because we just think of like, oh, a pine tree, you know, pretty boring, stays green, keeps its needles. But there are so many other varieties. And I know I've seen a lot at Pike, too, that have a lot more interest now in color. So that's something kind of off the beaten path if you want to consider some of those red buds, of course, as you mentioned. Mentioned. That's what I'm going to install in my front yard as a rising sun redbud. Can't beat it. So beautiful. A lot of color as well. Um, and thank you, Charles, too, for giving us the tips on planting. And then what's going on at the nurseries today? We uh, we are back to having that all-you-can-carry pumpkin deal, right? I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's going on this weekend. So uh, load up your arms. I think you all need to get about like four pumpkins to make that, that value right. And uh, so that's going on. We also have a a class this morning. Um, it was it was a, a paid for class, but you're going to create a succulent garden on top of an heirloom pumpkin. And we've done this class before, and, and it, it looks really really great. Um, we've got in we've got in as many pansies as you could choose from mums and your fall color and ornamental vegetables. Um, so it's just a a wonderful time of the year to come into the nursery and, and check what we have to offer. Absolutely. Seeing the pumpkins and then, yeah, being taught in a class this morning of how to grow things in them is so much fun. So sign up for that. There's still time. PikeNursery.com and get in there. That is one of the paid for ones, Charles, like you mentioned, but it's so worth it because it's make and take. You're going to be able to make something, bring it home, and then bring the entire family for the all-you-can-carry pumpkins. That is from now through tomorrow, and the kids can cheer on mom or dad as they try to load up their arms with as many. Oh, and by the way, what's the benefit of getting our trees at Pike Nursery and nowhere else, Charles? Well, I, I can't think of anywhere else that offers a lifetime guarantee on the trees. So we're going to give you all the proper success items to make that tree right in your yard. But just in case something happens, um, we have a lifetime guarantee on the original purchase. So if that tree does fail, we'll replace it with another one or give you a merchandise credit for the price that you paid for it. You guys are the best. Charles Lampkin, thank you so much for calling in and being part of the show. I look forward to the next time we get together. Thank you, Ashley. You have a great weekend at the lake. You too. Thank you so much, Charles. Yeah, we're out camping up at Lake uh, Alatuna and having so much fun enjoying the weather. And you head to the nurseries this weekend and pick up all of the things. And I know Tracy and Julie are already starting to think about and shop for things, and they're going to be having fun at Pike Nursery too. We have a few more minutes with Hello Daisy Flower Farm and Retreat Lane Flowers when we come back to Green and Growing on WSB.
The weather update for the weekend brought to you by Finley Roofing. Yeah, it's a great weekend to get out there and get some pumpkins, plant some trees. It's going to be a high of around 74 today, maybe around 72 tomorrow, and mostly sunny skies. The complete weather update comes to you from WSB meteorologist Christine Edwards here in just a few minutes. So, Tracy, when we're talking about cut flower gardens and all of that, there's something to be done year-round, but what's on your to-do list for today? <laughs> Literally. I I actually have my list right in front of me. That's why she's asking me this. Um, In addition to clearing out some of the annuals that are just done, whether from disease or just they've just had enough. It's been a long summer. Um, I'm going to be planting seeds when I get home. Snapdragons, larkspur, stock, status, straw flowers, which are those beautiful, I think you called them paper Paper, flowers. They're Mm -hmm. on our video. Um, I'm going to get them started. It's a little late. I probably should have done that about a month ago, but you know better late than never. Yeah, it's okay. And hopefully we'll get some beautiful flowers out of them. Are you going to plant the seeds in rows? I'm going to start them. These ones I'm going to start inside. Okay. Um, start them inside, give them a few weeks to establish, and then hopefully get them outside unless it's frosting. And then I'll just have to make my whole shop in the basement with the lights. And yeah. The, mm-hmm. But you're going to want to get them out before that first frost. If you can. Ideally, yeah. yes. Okay. If they have enough time. We'll see. And then Julie, tell me about something exciting that involves a flower cart. Yes. Okay. So we are launching um, our very first flower cart. That's it's a exciting. mobile cart. We stock it with local blooms. You can rent it out for, um, you know, wedding showers, bridal showers, birthday parties. Um, yeah. And it's it's just cool. It's really a neat thing. It, it, we'll have it up live on our website probably next week. We're getting some website maintenance done okay. right now. So forgive me if you're a little bit confused when you go on the site (laughs) we're cleaning things up um but that will be on there but if you are interested in uh renting the cart you can just send me or tracy a direct message and we can let you know if your date's available and like you said local blooms because you guys social media has been such a blessing for your business you come together with people who are doing you know very relatable things within your area and you all kind of have something to contribute we do there's such a network Mm -hmm. i mean a great it's a strong community of other um, flower growers. And it's one of the things I love most about this. You know, I firmly believe in community over competition. And I like to support, you know, other growers as best I can. So I often, if I'm out of something, hey, you know, I'll, I'll, buy from another grower support local and that goes back Mm -hmm. to what i was saying earlier in the show too when you visit the georgia agritourism site as well finding those local fruit Mm -hmm. growers and and produce you know producers and things like that um tracy retreat lane flowers how can folks keep up with you on social media yes i'm on instagram retreat lane flowers i don't have a website or anything i work with julie so when they go find her i'm kind of in the background on that too okay (laughs) and dahlias are your favorite Dahlias are definitely my favorite. We remember that. And yes. then what is the website, Julie? Website is www.hellodaisyflowerfarm.com. And we can place orders there. You can. We'll be able to see the upcoming flower cart, kind of yes. what it looks like. Yes. Um, Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is at hellodaisy-flowerfarm. And Facebook is at hellodaisy-flowerfarm as well. So that hyphen is important. I think but I've so. linked to you guys, too, yeah. on my mm-hmm. Green and Growing Just Facebook page. Just click on page. Ashley's page. But, I mean, <laughs> corsages, homecoming, all those types of things, wreaths, and just the fun yeah. fall activities that are keeping you ladies busy. So thank you for taking the time thank you. to come thank to Midtown you. and be on the show today. We always have so much fun. So uh, if, if you miss anything that we talked about with Julie and Tracy, hit me up on Facebook, Green and Growing WSB, and, of course, my website on wsbradio.com slash Green and Growing. It's time for Dave Baker to literally kick 
kick us out. Thanks to Anne. Thanks to DeMarco. Always a really good Saturday, and I'll be back with you Monday morning. Avoid the north side of 285 for the coming eight months. Okay, guys, (laughs) find another way to work Monday morning, but be safe. Bye. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save